0: And welcome to another edition of Beckett Radio. Happy Thursday, everyone. I'm Derek Ficken, alongside Justin Grunert. Justin, how is your Thursday going? It's going, man. Better than Wednesday. Seriously. And the the weather is getting a little better. Yeah. People unless are, you're in Atlanta. Exactly. Sorry for the people out there. But in Dallas, Texas, it's looking good. The sun is finally out. We're looking outside. It looks beautiful. The weekend is going to be great. Valentine's Day for all you lovebirds out there. Hopefully, is going to be nice. So enjoy the weather while it lasts, because you never know when it's gonna, you know, become an ice storm again. Don't jinx it. <laughs> yeah. Don't well. jinx this, man. <laughs> we got a jam-packed show today. We have obviously new products and pricing. We're gonna do a new segment called Tweet of the Day. We're getting a lot of questions on our Twitter. Uh, if you wanna follow us, it is at Beckett Radio, all one word. So let's let's try and get the word out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, at Beckett Radio. And uh, yeah, let's just have fun with it. So we have a tweet of the day, which we'll start up. We're gonna talk. Let's see, uh, Olympics, the medal count, a lot of drama with that. As far as Sean White, a couple other people. Uh, NBA All Star Game, that's this weekend. That's gonna be insane. I'm excited. What I, about you?
1: Yeah, you know, it's gonna take over the ratings for the for the Olympics. I think it's gonna be the big uh, the big viewed show.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that that's my favorite All Star Game by far. Is is just the the not just the All Star Game, but the three point shootout. The Dunk Contest, the Rising Stars Challenge. I mean, I love that stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, for me, I like the events leading up to the game, like the dunk, the three-point. That's a lot of fun Yeah. just because it's it's almost um, an event instead of a game. It's just a lot of fun. The game, to me, there's no defense. They're just throwing up points like crazy. But it's always a fun thing to watch, at least the uh, three-point contest and the dunk contest for me. I love them.
0: So we're going to go in detail with all the contestants, you know, our predictions and all that good stuff. Uh, later in the show, and we, we're bringing back the Believe the Hype segment, four new players that we're going to talk about, and we have a special guest today. He is Brian Hornbeck, and he uh, he's going to talk all about gaming today.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely a topic we haven't touched on here. We've been in all sports, and mm-hmm. we're sports guys, uh, but Beckett, we really encompass everything collectible so exactly. we wanted to you know include the gaming stuff and he's uh he's pretty knowledgeable about it he's he's our guy that we turn to whenever we have a question
0: so we're gonna have him on today and and in the future we're gonna have him as well as elliot ross who is the editor for our gaming magazine here at beckett we're gonna have them on talk to us all right let's go to our first segment tweet of the day at vote to stop taxes that's a good uh that's a good twitter handle vote to stop taxes if we could all just not pay taxes seriously that'd be, be dream. great so at Vote to Stop Taxes, he asked us, "What are the best rookie cards to collect in 2014?" Well, I, wow. it, it, it's tough, you know, to talk about rookie cards because you have your prospects in baseball, right? And we talked about that uh, a few shows ago when that came out. Uh, so you have your Clint Frazier's, uh, your Miguel Sano's, your uh, Byron um, Buxton's uh, to obviously look after. But it's 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 not like, hey, this is a rookie card, but next year it's done, you know.
1: Yeah. Baseball is a little tricky just because you get so many prospect cards that by the time they do have a rookie card, they could have already had three, four, five years worth of cards. Yeah. I and mean, so the rookie doesn't really mean as much in baseball as it does in yeah. other sports.
0: Yeah. And, and that's kind of what our editor, our uh, baseball editor, Chris Old said. I asked him, hey, man, you know, what's what's the deal with these? And he pretty much told me, you know, it's it's you can't really do that in baseball you know you can't try and collect certain rookie cards as it comes out you know yeah
1: it's it's a different animal because their are rookie cards especially like uh, yasio Puig, when he was you know his prospect years could have been worth a lot more he just showed up out of nowhere so he's probably yeah. a bad example yeah um but like strasburg and and harper those guys their prospect cards were worth a ton of money Yep. Then they had their official rookie card, and they're worth you know four or five bucks. So it's not it's a totally different animal. They do it totally differently in baseball than they do in any other sport. And so that's that's, that's a hard question to answer for baseball, but football.
0: Yeah, football. I mean, football is an, is a different beast. Hockey is a different beast because especially with this last Upper Deck product, they had the dual rookie class. Yeah. So that was kind of all you know two classes combined. Here you go, guys. And you had you know Thomas Hurdle, uh, Nathan McKinnon. You had all these cats who were just killing, and... You know, people were just trying to get every rookie card that they could because it was such a jam-packed double draft class, you know.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, personally, me, I'm not a big fan of the dual rookie card uh-huh. because it's just, it almost feels like it's just leftovers from the previous year. And I know the strike and you couldn't really have a rookie card that year, but I'm almost in the mindset of, well, you missed out. You don't get one because you've already been playing for two years. Yeah. So why would you get a rookie card now after you've been in the league and you're established in the league? That that, that to me, plus there's no chase and there's no hype. You. Mm-hmm. You want to collect the guys in as an investment for a rookie. All of a sudden, now you have these guys that you know they're good. Yeah, Get that rookie card, and it takes away from it for me.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest sport, uh, and I might be biased because it's one of my favorites, but basketball... They do a great job with handling the rookies and the rookie cards.
1: Yeah, they, they do a very good job with the rookies. I think the rookies are more sought after in basketball. Yeah. And, and I mean, even more so, I think, than football. I mean, but you are biased by because you're a big fan of uh, basketball.
0: Well, I, I, I just think the whole, you know, the the lottery system that they have, they put an emphasis on the top 10, 15 guys. Even yeah. though if they're not going to pan out, they're going to get more – uh, mass-produced than the guys in the later round, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so you got guys like Nerlens Noel, who hasn't played a minute yet because he's still injured, who, you know, personally, I would I would probably go after his cards because you never know. The kid was dynamic back in Kentucky and, you know, on on a team uh, now where there's a lot of questions, you never know with that kid. So I would look after his cards, and especially if they're on the low end right now since he hasn't been playing you might want to buy a few, see what happens. If it doesn't sell, you know, oh, well. Or, or if it doesn't rise, oh, well, it's not a big uh, right. big loss. But guys like Michael Carter-Williams, who is right now a, a um, favorite to win the Rookie of the Year, obviously his cards are going to be top dollar right now because of his great season so far. So it'll be hard to get them now. But if you had his cards from the beginning of the season, you know, you're, you're rolling in the dough.
1: Yeah, and then you know, he's actually having a season better than a lot of veterans are even having. Oh, I mean, yeah. He's playing phenomenal ball.
0: On on a on a team who's absolutely tanking right now, the Sixers. I mean, they've they've lost what was it? The the combined uh scores of their past two games were like 88 points oh gosh or it was something crazy but i mean they're just getting manhandled right now but he's producing 17 points a game on average it's crazy well
1: well, the team the the fans of that team need something to look forward to i guess of course it's him He at least he's a building block for the future for that team
0: yeah so speaking of michael carter williams let's go into our next uh segment called believe the hype and i brought him up as a player to talk about because of how dynamic he's been uh, even with the injury that he had for the short time.
1: Right. So I, I kind of I have a feeling I know where you're at yeah. when it comes to believing oh, yeah. with him. Yeah. I, I would have to agree with you. I know we don't want to agree all the time. <laughs> yeah. But it's hard to argue when there's no other rookie that even comes close to his numbers. I mean, the, the next closest is like 10 points a game on average, and he's got 17, 18. Oh, yeah. So you really can't argue that he's he's the guy.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, and and I I definitely believe the hype. But uh, let's let's go to baseball. Okay, Jacoby Ellsbury signed a massive deal with the New York Yankees. He's a, he's a Red Sox trader. Yes, he is. I he's, mean, he's he's a baseball purist trader. It's unbelievable. He is the next Wade Boggs,
1: uh, Johnny Damon. You mean the guy who fizzled out and Yo. didn't do very well? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where I'm seeing him being. Oh, really? I don't believe the hype in him. He's a, he was. It's one of those blue collar white collar arguments. Yeah, and he's a blue collar kind of guy. Uh-huh. He fit in really well with those guys. And going to the Yankees, yeah, his he, you'll see an increase in value and interest in his cards because it's the Yankees. They're the biggest organization on the planet. Yeah, but usually they don't pan out so well. I mean, the Yankees have had a really Almost a curse on them. Where you go there, you might win a World Series once and then fizzle. Yeah, I mean Johnny Damon won the World Series with them that first year he's with them and then gone, mm-hmm. nothing. Um, I mean they made it to the playoffs, but they very rarely even get out of the first round now. And I I don't believe it with him. I think he's they don't have a true team value, which is what he needs as a true team to work with. And when he's gonna have to, f- you know, fight for himself almost. You won't see him succeed.
0: I I'm gonna have to go with believing on this kid. I, the the stats on him are just unbelievable. I mean, yeah, he he uh, he was in Boston. Maybe he had he had a little less pressure put on him, uh, and now he's gonna have the Yankee pressure, you know, put on him real hard. Because I think he's gonna be the leadoff hitter, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and on top of that, he has had injuries in the past, so that might hurt him. But I think the kid's going to be dynamic and explosive in the outfield. I mean, last year he played 134 games, uh, 298 hitter. He stole 52 bases. I think he's going to be around for a little while, and he's going to reverse the curse. Really? Uh, yeah. So reverse I think the curse. I think um, he definitely won't go down in value, but he'll see a tiny increase. I think it'll, um, for the most part, it'll just stay the same as he is right now. Uh, with a with a minor increase,
1: yeah, he might increase, but then he'll go back down to what he usually is. I mean, it's it's the Yankee glamour, yep, and exactly. then it'll fade
0: exactly. So let's let's go to our next player in the NHL. This guy's been around since 1990. He's 41. Uh, he's he's an old man in in the <laughs> hockey world, Yermir Jager. Yeah, uh, he's with the New Jersey Devils right now, playing great. No signs of stopping. I mean, obviously, uh, he's his production has decreased tremendously since his prime uh in pittsburgh but at the same time the guy's producing and he's and he's helping out the young guys in in the locker room
1: yeah they they definitely can learn a lot from him i mean he's still got 17 goals so i mean he's in the top yeah like, 20 goal scorers this year so far something
0: like that yeah
1: um it's it's kind of a double-edged sword because you want to see this guy keep playing and he's awesome He's a guaranteed Hall of Famer, no matter what. You might wear out your welcome. I mean, mm. you you play too long, and like Hank Aaron is a great example in my mind with baseball. His cars would be great in the younger days, and then the older he got, the less value they have. So when you hit you know year number twenty of your career, your cars aren't going to be as valuable mm. to me, and it's almost overstaying your welcome. Mm-hmm. I I would like to see him retire soon. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to believe the hype uh, just for the fact that he continues pro- to produce on a consistent level. It hasn't been the level that it once was 10 years ago, but he's still producing. I mean, he's, he has 32 assists right now in in a half of a season that's that's pretty unbelievable
1: yeah well he um, still does things that i could never do on, yeah on the skating rink
0: and i remember watching him when he was in dallas here last year for you know half a season whatever he was he still looked good i mean there were obviously signs of aging but still the guy can play and as long as he can continue to produce uh, 17 goals 32 assists I mean, why not keep playing? You know. Yeah.
1: the The only thing with him that I would like to see different from him, grow that magnificent mullet back out.
0: Oh man, that thing was beautiful. That thing. When when that, I <laughs> that'll make your card value to go through the roof. Yeah, exactly. When when I got a hockey card of his, and all it was was like a warm up picture of him with no <laughs> helmet, the locks of of the mullet flowing. It, it beautiful, just beautiful. So, all right, let's let's go to our final player. She, uh, she's got a famous uh, uncle. No. Yeah. No. Got a famous uncle. Her name I, is. Uh, I've never
1: heard of this guy before. R- really? Yeah.
0: He's been in the news uh, quite often. He's, I don't he's watch a the news. decent golfer. He's. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> uh, her name is Cheyenne Woods, the uh, daughter of Tiger Woods' half brother. Oh. So uh, they are family. And she's 23. She won the uh, Australian Ladies Masters. So 23, she shot a 4-under 69, finished the tournament 16-under. She's going to be focused in SP Authentic Golf's new set with Tiger as a dual auto. What do you think about her cards as far as Believing the Hype?
1: Uh, Believing the Hype, I will believe it only because of the name Woods. Yeah. I think that especially here that dual auto is going to sell like crazy yep. in the beginning. And so much as down the road, I don't know just because... Your name can only carry you so far. Now, she did win that big tournament. That's one win. Yep. She's got 105 more to go to catch up to Uncle Tiger. Yeah. But she showed promise. I will say, though, she looks a lot like him. It's, it's kind of weird. It is. It's like, well, I know what he will look like as a girl now, and I really <laughs> never needed to know that in my life. I just was like, I didn't need to see that. I'm, I'm glad
0: you think about these things. I do. So I don't have to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a
0: little weird like that, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So that that's Believe the Hype. We had Cheyenne Woods, Yermir Yager, Michael Carter-Williams, and Jacoby Ellsbury. If you have any questions about those guys, feel free to hit us up, radio at Beckett.com, or on Twitter, at Beckett Radio, all one word. Let's go to new products and pricing. I skipped over that because I wanted I just wanted to talk about these players and Michael Carter Williams. <laughs> I'm excited for them. That's what it was, yeah. was. Michael Carter Williams. So, so, so let's get them. back to business. Let's talk about the new products that are being released.
1: All right, well, we got SPX Hockey, finally, after a few delays being released next Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday on the 18th. Yep. Uh, the 19th, we got totally certified hockey, so a big set from Panini. That's a one hit per pack. I think they pushed that back a week, so we probably already announced it. We're reannouncing it. Yeah. Uh, Gold Standard Basketball, that's a pretty big, big set. I'm not, you're excited about oh, that. Oh, yeah. And then the big one for baseball, their, big, their first high-end set of the year, Tops Tribute, uh, six packs, one hit per pack. It's like... A two hundred fifty to three hundred dollars per box. Wow! Now that's a very heavy hit or miss. Like if you hit, you hit it big. If you don't, if you don't hit it at all, it's a big loss. You're gonna be upset. Yeah. But the cards always look cool. They're always holographic with different colors. Me personally, if I had the money to just spend on it, I would totally buy a Topps tribute. My wife might get a little upset if I come home <laughs> with a $300 box of cards, but yeah, it'd be nice to do once in a while.
0: Definitely. So let's go to the new pricing for this week.
1: Not a whole lot going on here. Uh, Elite basketball, I believe Brian should be pricing that relatively soon. Yep. And SP Game Use Hockey, uh, myself and Dan hit. Hitt, we're, I've already gathered the information. We're getting everything together to price that this week as well. So both those should be priced by the end of this week. Perfect. So
0: that's uh, you got a couple new products coming out. It's starting to ramp up after a couple slow weeks here. Uh, So look out for all those products. Definitely check out our uh, release calendar on Beckett.com. It's kind of on the bottom left corner. It's just a calendar. All the dates are there. We update it pretty frequently, but if there are incorrect dates, please hit us up so we can uh, fix them because we want to keep it as up-to-date as possible. Uh, So let's go to our first big topic of the day, the Olympics. The Olympics. Unbelievable. We had so much drama going into it. The opening ceremony had drama with one of the rings not opening up or something. Uh, Honestly, in my mind, it's been a failure so far. Really? Compared to other Olympics.
1: Okay, I will say that the skiing and snowboarding have definitely been failures because the way that the tracks are... Mm -hmm. They're either way too fast and way too dangerous because yeah. they had to put salt to remelt it, because they're having weather that's warmer there than it is here. Exactly. Atlanta is better to host the Olympics right now <laughs> than Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so people are getting hurt and bruised up. They're going a little too fast, um, or it's just slush. I mean, it's too soft. Yeah. There's really no happy medium. I think that they should have planned a little bit better for maybe a different location instead of where they got.
0: Yeah, and and on top of that, you have people like Sean White who was in the slope style event. That was the first time event. He backed out because of injuries or wanted to focus on the half pipe. Well, he went into the half pipe and he got fourth. He didn't yeah. even medal.
1: And actually, I read an article saying that some of the other athletes are celebrating that he lost.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's honestly, it's ironic because, you know, he had all this drama around him in the X games and he was complaining or, or not wanting to do a lot there to focus on the Olympics.
1: But you can't fault him for that.
0: Well, yeah, so it's not a big deal, but coming into the Olympics, he's dropping out of an event, trying to focus on another event, and then when he lost um, or when he got fourth, he said, you know, it, it's definitely disappointing, but I'm going to take a break. I'm gonna... He's got a band that he plays in now, so he's going to tour with them. So it's obvious that he's not in it to win it anymore. I think his his prime, uh, not in the X Games, but as an Olympian, is is probably nearing its end.
1: Well, he he might have one more Olympic game in him. I think uh, yeah. he might come back in two, uh, in 2018. Yeah, but yeah, I think he's near the uh, twilight. But it's all he's kind of like the Babe Ruth of his sport, I mean he was yeah. a revolutionary. So, no matter what, you can't take the take that away from him. He's amazing. Uh, we have Julia Mancuso, mm-hmm. the uh, Alpine champion skier. She Wins medals left and right, and I never really followed it until I pulled an autograph card of hers from Topps, Allen, and Ginter, and I actually sold it for, like, $30, $40. Bucks. There you go. She pulled off the bronze in the women's Alpine Super Combined. Oh. And so, basically, it's two different races. I forgot. It's, like, the Fast Track and the Slalom. I think those were right. And she was actually leading after the first one, and then the Slalom, which is supposed to be her strong event, she kind of tailed off. She lost by... One second, maybe. Oh, wow. Um, from getting the gold. Yeah. But so she's really happy with that. But she did lose out and got sixth in another event. She's still got a few more, but she is definitely one to watch for. You can get her autographs and Allen Alan and Ginter. I think she might be in that upper deck product. I'm not 100% positive. Okay. But she does have autograph memorabilia out there as well.
0: Yeah. So let's go through a quick medal count. This is as of Wednesday. We have the USA at seven total medals two gold, one silver, four bronze they're always going to be in the mix just cuz they are at a high level of athleticism here in the states so it's it'll definitely be unfortunate if we don't go get in the top 3
1: um yeah i would i would agree with that but there's certain events that you just really can't help like, yep. I mean if we There's certain skiing events. Um, Hockey, I would say, is definitely not one of our strong suits.
0: But we have a chance. We do
1: have a chance. I mean, there's always a chance. Miracle on Ice Part 2. There you go. But there's a lot of different events. I mean, I would love to see curling champions come (laughs) our way, but the way the ladies played on Tuesday uh,
0: was kind of ugly. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we have Norway leading it with 12 medals, four gold, three silver, five bronze, Then the Netherlands and Canada are tied at 10. They both have four golds apiece. Netherlands has two silvers, four bronze. Canada has four silvers and two bronze. And then USA is tied with Russia and Germany at seven. Russia has one gold, three silver, three bronze. Germany surprising everyone with six golds and one silver. That's a tough race right there. Those are some quality countries that, that... really, they focus solely on the Winter Olympics, you Yeah, know?
1: I mean, the, all the con- countries up there, except for maybe USA, and I would say even Germany, the other four, when you say the country's names, you think cold. Yep. Germany, I think soccer first. <laughs> and okay. then and then maybe cold, well yeah. beer, and then cold. Yeah, there you go. And then USA, I, we have such a wide spectrum here. We do have a lot of winter areas. I mean, you can go to Colorado with ski, but yep. we focus on a lot of summer sports more than anything, so... If we finish in the middle of the pack, I wouldn't be too shocked. I think uh, figure skating would probably be one of our stronger events just because that's how we've always succeeded in the Olympics. So I think we'll see some good stuff out of them. Yeah. But the rest of it, mm,
0: you never know. Never know. Yeah, exactly. So definitely keep watching the Olympics. It's going to be on for another week or so. Not another... a
1: week, week and a half. Yeah,
0: so there's still plenty of time to check that out. Hockey, uh, Men's hockey is starting up. <laughs> Women's hockey has started and the women lost against Canada unfortunately
1: a very controversial yeah. loss
0: so uh, keeping uh, we'll 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 kind of update everyone uh, next week on on the results, and if any more drama has happened with you know breaking out of doors which they can't get into in, <laughs> in the hotels and stuff, let's go to um, the dunk contest. Is looking great. I'm I'm excited this year. You got Damian Lillard, Harrison Barnes, John Wall, Terrence Ross, Paul George, and Ben McLemore. Uh, six guys, East versus West. I'm honestly going for Damian Lillard. I really? think he is going to impress. He is in all five events this year, and I think he's going to show up. For the dunk contest,
1: I think I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Paul George. I think he's uh I think he's going to have the one with the best hops and the most style points.
0: Yeah, and he's he's been kind of showing it in a in in the past couple games here. With he had a reverse windmill slam dunk against uh, a, a team like a couple weeks ago or something, <clears throat> and it, it was unbelievable to watch him do these things. But Terrence Ross with the Raptors is the previous champion, so never count him out obviously Harrison Barnes with uh with my team the Golden State Warriors so i'm excited for him let's go to the three point contest Kyrie Irving Bradley Beal Joe Johnson Aaron Aflalo, Stephen Curry Marco Bellinelli Kevin Love
1: and Damian Lillard who you got in that oh man it's a t- for me it's a toss up between Stephen Curry and Kyrie Irving yeah um, but I'm leaning towards Curry, I think. I'd like to see him do it. He's he's really accurate. He's, he's a good three-point shooter, so I'm going to go with him.
0: Yeah, and he, I think he set the record for three-pointers made last season, so the kid definitely knows when he's on, he's on. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going with my boy, Steph Curry. Uh, let's go to the skills challenge. This is an interesting one. It's pretty much all guards doing a bunch of random skills. It's it's pretty cool to watch. Uh, you got Michael Carter-Williams, Victor Oladipo, DeMar DeRozan, Giannis Antico Apumo. <laughs> I think I butchered his name. I said it better yesterday. I think a Greek person will call us up and be like,
1: hey, 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 yeah, you well, said it wrong.
0: What's with that? Yeah, sorry for butchering your name. But uh, Damian Lillard, Trey Burke, Reggie Jackson, Goran Dragic you got in that
1: I think I'm gonna take Michael Carter Williams just because the rookie's gonna be hungry to show his talents okay off. okay cool
0: I'm I'm gonna go Goran Dragic he he got snubbed in the all-star game uh, he's playing lights out with Phoenix and the kid is the next Steve Nash uh, he looks great on the floor I I think he's got something to prove with that snub in the all-star game as well as being in Phoenix not a big market finally he's on the big stage Let's see what he can do. So let's go to the game that everyone loves to watch, East versus West. This game I, always has stars. It's going to be great. The East, you have Kyrie Irving, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, Paul George, and LeBron James in the starting five. The West, you have Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, Kevin Love, and a surprising pick, Kobe Bryant. He's been hurt, and, the I mean, the fans voted him in. I w- I didn't vote for him. I wish they would have taken him off the ballot uh, to be a starting uh, player, but I mean, he definitely deserves to be an All Star, but he hasn't proven not, anything. Not this year. Yeah, he yeah.
1: doesn't. I mean, honestly, you can be the best player in the world if you don't play that season. You shouldn't be an All Star. Exactly. Not taking anything away from him. Um, but now it's just another pat on his resume. Exactly. I would put an asterisk next to this year if I was him and be like, yeah. it doesn't count.
0: Doesn't count. And that he he probably is the same way. He he seems like the type of player that, you know, is obviously honored by the fans picking him. Yeah. But he knows he hasn't done anything this year.
1: Yeah, he seems like the kind of guy that's a true competitor and he's not gonna take credit for something. He's yeah. gonna be like, I appreciate it, but you should know because I haven't done anything. You haven't done anything. <laughs> he wants yeah. to earn his stuff. And you could tell that from whether love him or hate him. Yeah. He, he works his butt off, and he he earns his way.
0: Exactly, exactly. So Anthony Davis, the hometown kid in New Orleans. Obviously, it's going to be in New Orleans. He got picked as a replacement. So let's go over the reserves. Uh, for the East, you have DeMar DeRozan, Joe Johnson, John Wall, Chris Bosh, Paul Millsap, Roy Hibbert, and Joe Kim Noah. For the West, you have, I mean, the hotshot, James Harden, Damian Lillard, Tony Parker, Chris Paul, LaMarcus Aldridge, Dirk Nowitzki and Dwight Howard so out of
1: all those players who's your MVP Uh, I don't want to say it let's hear it LeBron LeBron James he's he'll he'll win it basically because the fans vote on it I believe okay and he's the most popular player yeah and if it's with the NBA like I said earlier in the all-star game there's not a whole lot of defense yeah they showcase their offensive talents which is always a lot of fun to see and LeBron's the best offensive player and he'll light it up and I think he's going to do really well and He'll earn the MVP, but even if he didn't, I think the fans would still vote for him as the MVP. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm going to go uh, on the West. I think Kevin Durant has something to prove as well. Uh, I think he, he's he been in the spotlight now. This year, he's he's playing lights out. He's 40-point games, 30-point games.
1: He's th- close to scoring title right now, right? Yeah,
0: I, like the kid's on fire, and he just can't be stopped. It's unbelievable. So I think he's going to prove to everyone out there who's watching the All-Star game, hey, I'm I'm here for good, you know. I'm I'm not a kid anymore. I'm I'm ready to win some titles, you know,
1: in Oklahoma City. I would honestly like to see that happen. Yeah, just because we live so close to Oklahoma City, we can just drive up there on a road trip. And, yeah, exactly. Watch a game.
0: So that would be cool. I'm I'm picking the West. They're they're my they're my conference since the Warriors are in it. So I'm gonna pick them for another W.
1: Uh, I I will take the East for the win. Um, no betting though. I'm not betting you this <laughs> time. You know more about basketball than me, but I think <laughs> that the the starting lineups that they have, the East is just slightly more stacked. You have Dwayne Wade and LeBron James on the starting lineup for the East. I mean, they play together every day. Yeah. So that's to me, they're already a leg up on that.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So that'll be this weekend. Uh so we'll see what happens. So that's that's enough of the
1: all star game. And now we're gonna go on to our interview segment. We have Brian Hornbeck. How you doing today, Brian? Oh, not too bad. How you doing? Are you tired from fighting crime last night? How's your shoulder feeling? It's it's healing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so, what exactly happened? Did you just take a bat in an alley or something? Yeah, I
2: did some vigilante stuff. Didn't you should see the other guy? But you know. that's the story we're going to be sticking with, people. <laughs> absolutely.
1: So today we're going to be talking about gaming. You do a lot of non-sports and multi-sport wrestling and all that kind of stuff. Um, basically, the not core uh, core sports. Correct. Um, but gaming, I think, is our focus today. Um, what are some of the biggest sets out there? I think, like, Magic and Pokemon.
2: What else? Between those two and Yu-Gi-Oh, those are easily the big three. Okay. There's a few others that are slowly gaining steam, like there's one called Card Fight Vanguard, <laughs> which is another... Sounds very violent. Very anime-based. Uh, Kaijudo is, and uh, World of Warcraft. There's plenty to choose from, but those first three we mentioned are the
1: okay, are the big deal.
2: So. Exactly, how
1: big is it? I mean, I'm kind of a novice with it. I only know a little bit. I know the Black Lotus and Magic is a big deal. We'll yeah. talk about that in a bit. But what? How big is this industry?
2: Uh, it's it's a million dollar industry. Um, I mean, they've been doing it for over 20 years now, and uh, it it has its peaks and valleys. But ultimately, it's still around, and I guess as good as ever. Especially with Magic still number one by far.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, so let's talk about kind of the history. When I was a kid, you know. I I'm going to say mid-90s. That's when Pokemon kind of went crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember trading cards at the playground, you know, that being bigger than baseball cards, really. Uh, what what kind of sparked that, and where did it go for a while?
2: Well, I, to be honest, I don't know exactly what sparked it. I believe uh, in Pokemon's case, it had other outlets. It could merchandise much more than, say, something like Magic, where mm-hmm. they had cartoons and magazines and but as far as why it got popular i can't tell you but it did and it got huge and it to the point where i mean every kid knew about pokemon oh, yeah. it was all over the place and it, it kind of tapered off there in the early 2000s and then maybe five or six years ago it started gaining steam again and it's right back where it, where it was before
0: and and you said there's a new set coming out with pokemon
2: yeah i mean a lot of these properties they regularly release sets usually every three months or so three or four months do three or four a year yeah we just had a new pokemon xy just came out uh, last week. Uh, Magic as well just had a new set. The Born of the, Born of the Gods came out last week as well, and that's usually uh, cause for a lot of excitement among collectors um, every time the new, one's, new set comes out.
1: So uh, let's talk about Magic real quick, just because it's kind of the the Godfather, if you will, of the gaming industry, um, and everybody. Even if you don't know anything about it, I'm sure you've heard of the Black Lotus. I mean, it's pretty much that Hannes Wagner of the gaming industry. Tell us, I mean, why is it such a popular card? What makes it v- so valuable? And
2: Well, part of it is due to the rarity. You couldn't get it in every other pack like a lot of the cards. And uh, also, it's a very powerful card when you're building your deck. Um, it, I mean, it can do a lot of damage real quick. It's not the only one, but it's the most popular one that... Has that ability, and it was that's why it was so sought after initially, and that's why it still has the price tag on it today. Okay, and I mean, it's because they stopped su- making it soon afterwards. Yeah, it's regardless. been outlawed in a lot of the tournaments, sure. and, and they have big tournaments
1: all the time, right? Like, and it's even in the, pretty frequent.
2: Yeah, they have tournaments regularly, and most of them will use the current sets, but there are some that they can use any kind of vintage okay. sets they want, but they still won't allow that those cards in there. And it's part of the
1: power nine i believe they're called yeah, right
2: the power nine there's a few mox uh, gems in there and there's some time walk time shifter i think yeah there's a handful that a raw card from the alpha set can easily bring a thousand dollars for most of those wow yeah and graded can be ridiculously high
1: what what is the highest one that you've ever seen graded at least for the black lotus go like what was the what's the highest price tag you've seen
2: well we just had a nine five a bgs nine five sold last november for oh geez, 25,000. Oh man, plus. that's that's uh, pretty expensive, man. And that's that's part of the thing is a lot of those early cards were played with, so condition is a huge factor compared to like ball cards back then, people would buy them and slip them into a sleeve right away. So getting a high grade on one of those early cards is very very tough to do.
0: So let's talk about the difference between gaming and non-sport cuz like Justin, I I am a novice when it comes to gaming. So Explain to us the key differences as well as some differences that a lot of people might not know about.
2: Uh, Well, I think typically anything that's not part of the core four is considered non-sport. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is. People just refer to it as non-sport. But there is a huge difference. Gaming is its own little, it's a card game, and there's properties that go with that. And non-sport is typically, like the title says, non-sport. It's going to have movies or TV shows or history of America kind of thing. But it's pretty much anything that isn't, a sport
0: so just real quick what's kind of the biggest uh non-sport set that's out there right now oh, geez. or um, most sought after i guess
2: it's hard to pick just one uh because they come out so regularly it's not like a an annual release kind of thing for a lot of them it's but tv shows and movies tend to do the best uh, anytime they come out with a new set james bond is a huge Uh, property. uh, There's so many, but any kind of popular TV show or movie you can think of. How big is
1: Star Wars then?
2: Amazingly, Star Wars is still one of the biggest, even though they haven't put a movie out in quite a while. But even the early movies still have cards. They make two or three sets a year, and they just kind of rehash the same story. But Yeah, the glory days. Right. (laughs) People still love their Star Wars, my gosh. Yeah,
0: seriously. So I want to talk about the future of the industry. Do you think it's going to go away? Do you think it's going to kind of do its peaks and valleys? Like, it did in the 90s and early 2000s. What do you think?
2: Well, the way things are going right now, I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. There's a lot of, manu- or not a lot of manufacturers, but there are a few manufacturers that are really putting a lot of effort into making quality, like non-sport uh, sets, and the gaming as well. I mean, they just it's not going away anytime soon. It might have its peaks and valleys, but it's not going away.
0: Yeah, there's always going to be a demand for it. Yeah, yeah,
2: especially with non-sport, because it has, doesn't get a lot of... Uh, Publicity compared to the sports card, but we're slowly making a point of getting it out there so people realize it's there and can collect all their favorite Definitely. characters. Yeah, yeah.
0: So when's the next Beckett Gaming Magazine come out? Do you uh, know?
2: I believe that comes out in about six weeks,
0: and that's going to be the second. Uh, that's issue third? number three of three? Card Trader. Yeah, okay. yeah, and
2: that covers most. It's just gaming. There's yeah. no non-sport in there, but it, we. It's a heavy price guide for. Pokemon, Magic, and Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. plus a few others.
0: And, you know, I, I went through the first couple magazines, and it's really cool to see all that stuff and how much money it g- can God, get. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's unbelievable.
2: Especially from an outsider's point of view. You look at it, yeah. and you go, what?
0: yeah. And, and okay. you can play with those cards, too. With, you know, with baseball cards, you just look at them, you right. know, and put them away. But these, you You, you know. can
2: actually play the game if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. most people sleeve them up now right away so they can take care of them. But, yeah, you go to town on it. Absolutely. Exactly.
0: Yeah, thanks, man, for coming on. And we'll get you back on. Uh, we want to get Elliot Ross in here as well. Cool, cool. Because uh, we want to learn as much as we can about gaming and non-sport because we don't know as much as obviously you yeah. do so it's a lot of fun yeah so be glad we'll, you did i'm sure yeah definitely so we'll, we'll have you on again thanks for coming out thanks for having me well that was really cool thanks for brian uh coming in here and chatting with us about gaming which we really don't know a lot
1: about but we would love to know more yeah i mean it's it's one of those things that i've, I've always collected sports cards and my brother had Yu Gi Oh and pokemon or whatever oh, yeah had, and i always looked at it kind of like nerd and i'm like <laughs> And nowadays, I look at it, and I'm like, we're all in the same boat. We all collect little pieces of cardboard with pictures on them. We're all nerds. Yeah, we're all nerds, and we all enjoy it. And it's just a different category of nerdism, I guess. (laughs) Nerdism. Yeah, my word. I'm
0: taking it. (laughs) So, uh... We're, we'll definitely have Brian on as well as Elliot Ross on uh, to talk about that. In the next couple of weeks, we're going to have Beckett Auction Services come on and talk to us about their new uh, company that they've started up. We might have a special guest from the past of Beckett come out soon. I'm not going to say who yet. No spoilers? But it's it's a big name. Uh, I, a little hint. I, I can't. Uh. It, it's His name has an E in it. I'm trying to get more
1: information for you people, but I can't. Sorry, is that working with me?
0: We're going to keep that under wraps. So definitely be on the lookout for that big interview. We got a couple magazines that fresh off the press, hot off the press. Beckett Hockey, Alex Ovechkin, he's on the cover, killing it. He's got 40 goals already. Trying to get you know 50, 60, 70, 80. Will he, will he
1: break the record this year? I don't know, man.
0: He always gets close, you know, so we'll see what happens. So far, he's on the MVP trail. Definitely, definitely. We also have Beckett basketball with Damian Lillard with the Portland Trailblazers. We talked about him in all five contests as well as the All-Star game. So all five events for the NBA All-Star festivities. He's on the cover looking great. Uh, Rip City, they're back. Portland's looking good. Beckett sports card monthly or Beckett sports monthly. We have Jimmy Johnson nascar extraordinaire
1: that's a very rare uh occurrence you usually don't have nascar on the covers i
0: mean he's got we have a picture of him with all his uh championship trophies just looking so sexy it's it's definitely a cool picture to see oh yeah man
1: (laughs) i mean if you have all that hardware i would show it off could you imagine all the other trophies he has if he had to just pile them all up he'd probably have like a whole other house for seriously Those NASCAR trophies, they're no joke. Those are huge. huge. Yeah.
0: I mean, they're not just like the little shooting guns that
1: Texas used to give away. They're, I mean, they're massive. Yeah. I mean, they're bigger than the Super Bowl trophy. (laughs) I mean, they're in size wise, they're just ridiculously huge. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So uh, definitely check those out on newsstands as well as Beckett.com. Order those now, today, as in Thursday as in right now. Can you do that, Justin? Are you going to go buy some right now? No, I got mine for free. I work oh, here. Oh, that, that's a that's an added <laughs> it's perk. A, it's a little bit of a perk. Yeah, so that that's always cool. But otherwise, <laughs> I guess I would buy them if I didn't work here. <laughs> so special thanks to Brian Hornbeck for coming in for that interview. We're going to have a couple more awesome interviews next week as well as the week after, so be on the lookout for that. Justin, as always, you're amazing. I am. And, uh, you know, check out Beckett's Twitter page or Beckett Radio's Twitter page at Beckett Radio. Also, Beckett Media has a Twitter page at Beckett Media. Check out their Facebook. Hit us up, radio at Beckett.com. We're going to do the new Tweet of the Day segment. So if you have any questions that you want us to talk about, we're going to do it at the top of the show. So definitely send us your stuff. We want to talk about what you guys want to hear. So let's get that going. Other than that, I'm out. I'm done. I, yeah, I'm done too. All right. want to go home and take a nap. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone again. You're listening to Beckett Radio. We'll see you next Thursday.